Well, you wonder why I always dress in black Why you never see bright colors on my back And why does my appearance seem to have a somber tone Well, there's a reason for the things that I have on I wear the black for the poor and the beaten down. Welcome to the May 2007 edition of the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Douglas, also the webmaster of the site. Let's introduce our co-host. We've got JR from SpideyKicksButt.com. Hello, everyone. And Spidey Dude from SpideyDude.com. Well, as I'm trying to wake up after trying to sleep <laughs> off the next morning. If you hear snoring, so. that's that's uh, Spidey Dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we've got Morbius from the Internals Affairs webcomic at webcomicsnation.com slash internal affairs. More, what's going on, buddy? Yeah, great to be talking to you guys again. All right. And our special guest, we'll put special in quotes, <laughs> is uh, Sam Kirby. He's a crawlspace regular, and he has one of the largest Spider-Man collections uh, in the world, I guess, maybe. Well, his collection... Yeah. <laughs> in my house. Hey, man, I'd brag if I were you. Uh, if you want to check out his uh, collection, it's at sam.monkeylord.net. Sam, I'm glad to have you on the show, buddy. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right. Well, you know, it's been kind of a slow month for Spider-Man news. You know, what are we going to talk about, guys? Any about ideas? Clone Saga. <laughs> All right. Take a shot, everybody. Take a shot. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I should have got my beer what, what was that, JR? I said, how about a couple of rounds on Sin's Pass? <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about the podcast on the message board. They said every time we get to podcast drinking game, every time you hear the word uh, Clone Saga, take a shot. But anyway... All right, you want to talk about the movie, or we we want to pass over that? We good? <laughs> I think we should go ahead and talk about the uh, marriage situation, because that just hasn't been covered enough. Oh, man. All right. Well, if you didn't know already, we're going to talk about the movie for a good portion of this show. Uh, spoilers. If you haven't seen the movie, uh, hit pause on the recording, run to your theater, or if you have a car, use that, <laughs> and go see the <laughs> Spider-Man 3 movie. It just came out on May 4th. So... Guys, uh, here I'll do it in order. What, what do you think, guys? Jr., what do you what did you think of the uh, the movie? I hear you heard it, you saw it twice already. Yeah, I've seen it twice. I went to a midnight showing and then uh, I took the family to see it. And uh, you know, I liked it. I mean, I really did. Uh, I liked it about as well as the other two. Now, and I have always thought that these movies have pretty well been in the same range. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of them are Citizen Kane. Uh, they all have glaring weaknesses. Um, and, um, you know, that, you know, you could pick apart if you wanted to. The third one probably has a lot more to nitpick, mm-hmm. nitpick apart because they tried more. There's more characters. So basically the, you know, it's like the, uh, it's like a, a baseball infielder. You know, the more chances he takes, the more errors he's liable to make. Right. Um, but I like, I like the film. Uh, the, it's weaknesses notwithstanding. I'm, I'm just, Stunned, really. Although I shouldn't be uh, at the, uh, the the poor critical reception uh, this film is 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 getting, mm-hmm. um, because one, it's combined with an almost uh, near worship of the second film, which yeah. I thought was was good, but also dragged in spots and, and had s- several scenes repetitive of the first one. And uh, as far as silly campy scenes, I mean, what can be more silly or campy than the Green Goblin's costume from the first film? You mean the Power the Power uh, Ranger suit? Yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> the Green uh, Goblin's costume from this film. Yeah. Well, well, it was very <laughs> subdued. I mean, it was uh, because the the first one the, the the one from the first film clearly didn't work. So basically, they just kind of abandoned the whole Goblin concept 
totally. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, so you know, given you know, like I said, you know, it's a movie you have to, uh, you know, you. Um, I'm trying to think of the phrase here, but uh, it is what it is. I mean, yeah. you either like it or you don't. You're in for uh, a penny or in for a pound, you know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, pe- you know, you know, people talk. You know, I've seen people talk about how silly, you know, Venom's origin is because he comes from outer space, and oh, why did he pick Peter Parker? You know, and. Uh, and it's like, well, one, do you want to do the whole Secret Wars thing? And two, what you know, is coming from outer space more silly than turning into a giant King Kong sand version? I mean, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's and and a lot of the critics seem to be, you know, seeing just seeing how cleverly they can they can berate the film rather than actually reviewing it. Yeah. Um, and I know that you know we'll probably it looks like you're going to get into like the details later. So I'll yeah. just kind of stick with the overall summary is is, right. is that I liked it and I think it's about, it's comparable with the other two. Or let's give it a grade. I'll have everybody grade it. What, what would you give it? A, B, C, D, F. What do you like? Um, three out of four stars, uh, vacillating between a B plus and an A minus. Okay. More. What, what's your thoughts on the film? First impressions. Well, I, uh, basically I went in just expecting to be entertained, and I was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's what I expected, and that's what I got. So I really enjoyed it. Um, I can't deny that there were you know some issues with it, like I thought. I thought the time before he got the black costume started to drag a little bit. Yeah. But um, overall, I thought it was a really, really entertaining movie. And, yeah, just on the level of the other two, it was what I was expecting to get. And a little bit, you know, it was just great fun. Especially, I mean, you can tell they're having fun when they're doing montages of <laughs> Peter just, you know, being crazy and dancing around. And what's better comedy than Peter Parker wearing eyeliner? Come on. <laughs> That could be a whole new trans, uh, transgendered movie. We'll, we'll save that one for S- Spider-Man 7 or something like that. <laughs> so what, what would your grade be? What would you give it on a grade? Oh, I'd, uh, I'd give it an A-, minus. Mm-hmm. I think. I think it's a good solid A-. minus. You know, there were problems, but definitely still hit an A range for how entertaining it was. Yeah. And Sam, what's your thoughts of it? How many times have you seen it so far? Well, I've seen it once so far, yeah. and uh, I was just blown away by the ending when it turned out when Bruce Willis was a ghost the whole time. Oh, that was just amazing. <laughs> oh, wait, what movie are we talking about here? That's uh, Unbreakable or something. No, that's Sixth Sense. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that movie. It, I mean, I, I have to give it an A just because I'm such a Spidey fan, and I'm just, I love seeing him on the, on the big screen. Yeah. I mean, they could have done so much worse. You know, I had my qualms about the first one with the Power Ranger Goblin, you know, and I still, when I look at it today, I'm like, you know, it's grown on me, but it's just not, you know, it's not there. So, yeah. But it was just so much about it I love, and there was parts in it, you know, like whenever he goes back to his room to get his red costume to save Mary Jane, and he's staring at it. Me and my wife both look at each other, and we're like, um, you know, uh, hurry up, you know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like five minutes later, he's like, uh, you know. But, you know, it was great, loved it, a lot yeah. of action. But I mean, out of it, I have to give it an A just okay. because I love seeing Spidey. Yeah. And Spidey, dude, what's your uh, first impressions of it and your grade? Uh, well, I, I really did enjoy it. <laughs> I enjoyed it immensely, in fact. I wasn't going, okay, this is my thing. I thought you couldn't get better than Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. So I figured, you know, they set that plateau. I figured they would at least reach that plateau, but they would not, not sink, you know, lower than the first film. So, you know, I've... Uh, I immensely enjoyed the film. I'm not going to sit there and complain about it. There are some nitpicks and qualms. I mean, you know, him kind of going emo, and, and uh, 
you know, that, that kind of that kind of put me off just a little bit, but I understood within the context of the story. Yeah. And, you know, it can't be doing too awful bad because it did set the single day and opening day uh, grosses. Yeah. Beating Pirates of the Caribbean 2. So, right. you know, Sony can't complain too awful much. So. <laughs> yeah, I just saw it on the wire. It had the biggest box office opening of any North American movie. So a lot there's a lot of Spidey fans out there. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, Spidey, do what's your uh, grader uh, on the – if it was a term paper, what would you grade it? <laughs> I would grade it – well – I, I graded uh, uh, Spider-Man 2 at B, uh, a, an A minus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider-Man 1 a B. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give this one a B plus. Okay. All I'm right. The first one, but not as good as the second one. All right, time for the webmaster's turn. I I liked it. Uh, Spider-Man 2, I still think, is the better of the three movies. Uh, I thought this one just had a little bit of pacing problems. Uh, especially that first hour. He needed to be in the suit doing something besides just... <laughs> it was more of a soap opera-ish, but I like the soap opera-ish, but you got to mix it in with some superheroes. It's kind of like a, a bowl of Lucky Charms. You, you can't just have a whole bowl of marshmallows, you know? Boy, I'm pretty, I'm pretty deep on that one. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I want Lucky Charms now. <laughs> but uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was a, a little bit better than the first one. I think the first one's my least favorite of the three. Um but uh, well, I guess we'll get go into the details of specific parts. We'll break the movie down a little bit in just a second. But I, if I had to grade it, I would probably give it a B, and maybe a B plus. Uh, and I would give the first movie a B and the second movie an A. So that's pretty much how they break down. Uh, we've pr- kind of broken down different segments. We're going to talk a bit about the movie, uh, the likes and the dislikes, the specific likes and your dislikes. Uh, Jr., what's your favorite scene of the movie and your least favorite of the movie? Favorite scene and least favorite scene. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. The my favorite scene actually is the uh, second confrontation uh, between Harry and uh, Peter in the uh, Osborne townhouse. Yeah. Uh, that's that's just a, a wonderfully brutal, ugly scene. I yeah. mean, by uh, you know you know by two men who were friends who now for the, at least for this moment just absolutely hate each other. Yeah. And they say all kinds of nasty things to you know to to try to bait the other uh, and. Uh, you know, I mean, it reminded me of the um, the climact- climactic fight between uh, Norman and Peter in the first film. Yeah. Um, you know, it just it just works better when there's something personal at stake and when these two people just hate each other. Yeah. So that that was my favorite scene. The worst scene, the the one that fell the flattest, I think, was the uh, uh, the scene where the butler essentially comes in to uh, usher in the uh, the final part, you know, where he comes yeah. in with this knowledge that we've never seen before or yeah. never heard of before, uh, and he, you know, basically gives Harry his pep talk. That that fell flat. That was mm-hmm. that was not particularly well written, and I think it was also a mistake to put it in the hands of a of a, of a marginal actor who's, um, you know, I mean, who's basically best, you know, just fire in the background firing off a line or two. Yeah. It, it, it reminds me of I don't know if any of you guys saw Wayne's World two or not, but uh, anyway I won't. How are you going to? Co- I'm interested to see how you're going to connect this. Well, yeah. no, anyway, there's a dramatic center. Well, it's a comedy, but anyway, Wayne is looking for the, his his girlfriend who's going to marry another man. He stops at a gas station, asks for directions. The gas attendant starts to go into this soliloquy, 
<laughs> and then and then Mike Myers' character says, "Wait a minute, this is Paramount Pictures. Why can't we afford a better actor for this scene?" And then they they rush out the uh, they run out the uh, rush out the the B list actor and they bring in Charlton Heston, you know, and Charlton Heston goes into one of his overwrought you know statements, and that's kind of what this reminded me of. It was it was it was a weak scene, but you know the 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 delivery was what really really kind of kind of killed it. Yeah. That and the British TV reporter. Oh, oh man, yeah, that I did hate the yeah, British TV. Spidey, dude, what's what's your uh, least uh, favorite and least favorite scene from it? I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to, you know, this is a typical theme on the podcast. But I'm gonna have to agree with Jr. <laughs> okay, <laughs> take a shot true. every time that happens too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't see no more. Uh, I can't see no more. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, the scene with Harry. Pretty much all the scenes with Harry and Peter were really, really just completely well done. And it, yeah. I, I really think if they had done the movie with just Harry and uh, maybe Sandman and less than a mouth, it would have been a much better movie. Yeah. That's just me. Yeah. Uh, my least favorite scene, probably Mary Jane singing, sing, sing, singing <laughs> is how I am a music major technically. <laughs> and it just made me cringe the entire time. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't have a bad voice per se. It just, made me cringe. Yeah. Like, people that are not singers should not sing in movies. I don't even think Mary Jane sings in the comics. I mean, where'd they get that from? I, I don't know either. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't get that. I mean, she's she's been an actress in the comic strip in the newspaper. She sells computers, but I've never seen Mary Jane sing, so I think that was just movie-specific. Let, let me ask you guys a opinion. Yeah. I, when, when I saw, when, when the two scenes with, with Mary Jane singing... Uh, the first one, I got the idea that it wasn't Kirsten's voice. The second time, I got the impression it was Kirsten's voice. Mm -hmm. The thing that really threw me off in the first one was that it just seemed like a really bad dub job. That yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't truly coming from her. And that kind of, you know, that, that really stuck out more than, because the whole idea really was that she wasn't supposed to be very good. That's why she got fired. Yeah. But it just seemed to be, uh, it, it just seemed that the voice did not match at all, and I just, I just was. Are you guys seeing the same thing, or, or no? I, I, no, I, I, oh, go ahead. I would agree. Um, sim simply because you know, they probably recorded it, the the singing part. Actually, it's like a music video. They don't, re they don't actually sing on the music video. Right. Um, they recorded it in the studio probably, and it just really was a bad dumb job. It probably mm -hmm. was her voice, but it probably. It was just not a very good job. Hopefully, by the DVD, yeah. they'll see that and say, "Hey, we kind of need to correct that." Yeah. But I, I would assume it was probably done in the studio and like a music video. They just tried to dub it in, and it was really bad. bad, bad. <laughs> yeah. More. What's What's your favorite and least favorite scene? Oh, um, I think my favorite was probably that little comedic montage that I mentioned earlier, just because, yeah. you know, I'm sitting there laughing my ass off the whole time, so <laughs> that's what I like to get from a movie, and it included what may be Jameson's best line over all three movies. I said, Miss Brandt, that's not the position I hired you for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was, that I was forgot awesome. about that. That was a good line. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was just, uh, that was a great thing overall, because you get the entire theater just, you know, <laughs> in stitches. Yeah. Um. I don't know if there was a whole entire scene that I particularly disliked, but uh, my least favorite, I have to say, would be between three moments. Mm -hmm. um, one of them was Mary Jane singing at the beginning. I was sitting there thinking, my God, she can't sing. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> um, you were wanting to fire her or yourself. 
Yeah. <laughs> the second was uh, when she kissed Harry and then ran away. Like, it felt, the whole kiss thing felt artificial to begin with, but then she's running away and she keeps running away from things. I'm thinking, good God, woman, stay and deal with something, for yeah. God's sake. <laughs> um, and the third was the... Uh, she needed an intervention. <laughs> yeah. A Dr. Well, Phil. Well, not to interrupt, but you know that's kind of funny because that was exactly the comic book character's problem, though, wasn't it? She she always ran away. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that, that scene with... Uh, and, uh, I forget what issue it is, but when uh, Gwen Stacy died. Remember, I think then that the turning point for Mary Jane when she shut the door after Peter was upset yeah. with her? So she could stop yeah, running right. at that scene, I guess. Fair enough. Yep. But we'll go ahead, Morb. I'm sorry. That's okay. Third one, though, was when we just find Gwen Stacy on a model photo shoot. I'm thinking, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> that was just silly. I don't know why she, she was a model and his, you know, Kim partner and... Yeah. That just the whole model thing seemed weird to me. <laughs> and Sam, what's your favorite and least favorite? All right, let's see. Favorite part has to be the J. Jonah Jameson pill episode. <laughs> I was dying during that part. <laughs> it was just killing me. I was like, oh, it was just so funny. <laughs> like every time he jumped, the pills jump. Yeah. <laughs> and blood pressure, blood pressure. That <laughs> uh, just killed me. And of yeah. course, uh, Bruce Campbell's role as the French Mater D. Yeah. I just, oh, I was dying. <laughs> to Mr. Pekka. <laughs> like, no, it's Parker. That's what I said. Pekka? <laughs> he beat he beat Spider Man again, just like he did on the second roll, where he says he was the only man that ever beat Spider Man. Mm-hmm. You know? And I was like, he did it again right there, man. I thought that was great. Yeah. I mean, there was so many, there was parts like that they threw in there that were just great. You know? mm-hmm. I said, um, but my least my least part that just bothers me about the film, and I have to go back to a comic book that I've always hated. It's uh, where he forgives the Sandman. Mm. I was waiting for the hug. You know? <laughs> and, and, I'm, and I'm going back into the, the Craven, the Hunter, the Soul of the Hunter comic book, mm-hmm. when the Soul of the Hunter's uh, haunting Peter, and he has to forgive him, and he gives him a hug. That just always, I mean, I read that comic book at the time. I was like, eh, it's all right. And I always go back to it, and I'm thinking, why did he do that? Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's like one of my least favorite comic books, you know, when it comes to one shot and stuff like that. Yeah. But that scene right there, that's the only thing that came to my mind where he's like, I mean, I know why they did it in the movie. It makes sense, you know, but I was just like, they're going to hug, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, please don't hug. Yeah. Well, my fa- uh, my favorite scene uh, was the whole montage of, you know, I wonder what that music was where Peter turned dark, you know, and he was walking down the street checking out chicks and stuff like that. You know, they could have played Saturday Night Fever by the Bee Gees over that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that would work. Was that just a, a saxophony version of the Spider-Man theme song? What was that song, guys? Do you guys remember? No idea. No idea. No idea. I heard I bits re- and pieces I of... I rewind the CD here. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know what, what... Oh, you mean the just the original score soundtrack? No, no, I don't know. Oh, okay. I um, thought you. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. <laughs> you have everything, uh, everything else, Spidey Collectible. I thought you might actually have that. <laughs> but uh, I love, I love that first scene where he's uh, turning bad, and I love the scene where uh, the cookie, the cake girl. You know, he's like, "Yeah, get me some cookies. Yeah, get me some cookies with nuts. Well, get me some milk. Come on, yeah. babe." <laughs> I thought that was Dickovich's awesome. daughter. What's her name? Dickovich's daughter. Oh, uh, Ursula. 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 That's right. Yeah. I thought that was classic. Yeah, poor girl. 
he played oh. her so well. Yeah, the Bruce Campbell scene, as Sam said, was also one of my all-time favorites. I, I just love both of that. Mister Pekka, Mister Peter Pekka, yeah. <laughs> that's classic. I actually every thought time he, uh, every time Peter raised his hand or something, he was like, "Oh," and started calling the guys over yeah. to bring the champagnes. No, 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 no. You know, from just reading online the rumors, I thought he was going to be Mysterio or some kind of stuff like that. But I guess Bruce Campbell isn't going to be. But I love that scene. Uh, least favorite scene. Is the uh, the changing of Uncle Ben's killer? I really didn't like that. I, I thought they were leading up to him just being involved, but the and I thought the burglar was going to originally shoot him in the end. But I just really that just kind of struck me wrong that they would change the actual shooter of Uncle Ben. I mean, you don't mess with that. I mean, that's holy that's that's holy ground that you're talking on on Spider Man's origin. You don't change the killer. I don't think there's ever been a changing of. Uh, uh, Uncle Ben's killer, even in it, well, unless it's a what if story, but, um, I just really didn't like that. And I, I, I guess the dislike also is the pacing. I thought the first hour needed to be sped up a little bit more. So, yeah. Uh, I thought they could have, they could have, they could have brought it down a little bit. And so, I mean, two and a half hours is a bit long. Yeah. I've heard a lot of kids in the moaning in the audience. The first hour, you could hear the rumbling of the kids that were getting impatient. They're getting when I seen Spidey. I mean, it was the same thing when we saw the Hulk. All I kept hearing was, oh, "Where's yeah. the Hulk?" Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, so it's like they got to realize that you know parents are bringing their kids because it's Spider-Man. Exactly. Know? Jr., what were you saying? No, I was just about to say uh, it, it could have used another pass in the editing room. Yeah. Um, you know, you just kind of watch. You know, you watch it and you think, you know, these guys are paid a lot of money to notice these things. Why, why didn't they see that? It just kind of needed another run through and, and make some judicious cuts here and there. But yeah. Anyway. Uh, the next part I want to tackle is uh, your theater-going experience. We started a thread on uh, the message board about that. There's a, a couple – I'll start off, and whoever wants to jump in after me. Uh, there's a couple instances that I'll share with you guys. It was kind of funny. Um, I got to the movie theater about um, – uh, an hour and 10 minutes early, and I was not the first person in line. There was about 30 people in front of me. I was like, man, who's the bigger Spidey geek in this town? And, and they all beat me. <laughs> so I was amazed that even an hour and about 10 minutes uh, early, I wasn't the first. So so the, we get in there, we actually get good seats, in the, uh, some semi in the middle. And we're uh, watching the movie, and <clears throat> something happens to my projector. Because oh. I totally have black for about half a minute to a minute, right where the Sandman falls in that big hole. I don't even know how he got in the big <laughs> hole. It's all black. And then eventually it came back on, and the theater's packed, and you see the Sandman in the middle of it, and it's spinning, and he's turning into the Sandman. And then a guy yells out, how the hell did he get in that hole? <laughs> so... That ticked me off, and there were guys getting up from the seats, running back, yelling at the the 15-year-old projectionist. <laughs> so that was kind of funny. Uh, another funny experience I had was, uh, you know, where it's really dramatic uh, in the in the jazz club scene where he's bad and he's beating up all the guys, and, and Peter swings around, slaps Mary Jane in the face, and she falls down. And s- some of the people are going, oh, and then this guy in the back goes, man, he smacked a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That was a scene from the Blown Saga, wasn't it? Oh, I know. That was straight out of the Blown Saga. Take a shot. Rob DeFalco must have been going, oh, man, they're using that scene again. But I could just see half the audience shocked. I, I mean, Sam Raimi wanted that to be a shocking moment, but he didn't want a guy in the back of the theater going, man, smack the bitch. <laughs> 
So that's just my movie-going experience. Anybody else have any funny kind of similar stories or something that happened to him in the theater? Well, I do. Okay, go um, ahead. And I didn't dress up, and I didn't take pictures. I'm sorry, Brad. I stopped my digital camera. Man, get a digital camera, nobody so took I'm pictures. Sorry. I was th- I'm the only person on the thread on the board that took pictures, but go ahead. <laughs> I, I'll get some pictures when I go back to see it again. Okay. It won't be opening day, but, you know. Hey, man, that's cool. I, <laughs> well, I just don't want to be the lonely geek on the board thread. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you know, I get there. Well, I went up there because I ordered my tickets, you know, as was evidenced by the previous podcast, weeks in advance. Right. And uh, I had sat there, and I... I went to go get it about 5 p.m. that day, and they had had three. I asked him, I was like, how many how many screens do you have? You know, full. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, we have three that we're going to do. We'll add more if we need. We have five rolls, but we, we right now we're, we're shooting for three. They had two fully filled and another that was halfway filled. I think it ended up getting just three-quarters of the way full. And there was actually more people... On the just the uh, opening night, not the midnight show, mm-hmm. they said they had to use all five. Oh, wow! <laughs> because the, of, of all the pre-orders they've had, so yeah. you know, I get that, and they are, they had people showing up at ten thirty at night to go see the midnight show. Uh-huh. And even I mean, they had they, you had people waiting in line. It was huge. Nice. Everybody's faces were painted. Oh, cool! Uh, a lot of them shirts were you know running around. And you know, I felt I felt kind of I felt kind of bad because I thought I was going to be the biggest geek. No, <laughs> uh, there were guys in costume. Yeah. There was a fat guy in costume. Uh, it was awful. Oh man, uh, Spider Man! Oh, oh my god! <laughs> I, I mean, it, I don't know how I don't know I didn't know they made that size of Spider Man costume, but apparently they do. <laughs> and hey, this guy was huge. <laughs> it was he's huge. Yeah. It was like the kingpin wearing Spider Man costume. I don't know. Oh wow. <laughs> Uh-huh. It was bad. You always it wondered what awful. always wanted to know what Wilson Fisk would do at the costume. He uh, put it on, huh? Oh jeez, oh jeez, it was awful. Wow. I mean, the girl, uh, the girls I was with were just you know starting to vomit in their mouth, and I'm going. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Back the thing up. I didn't know Spidey Do was a pimp. You had two girls you brought to the theater with that. I, 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 well, I had, I had actually, I was in a group of like, I was like two guys and like four girls. Yeah. Hey, man, that's good odds. You know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, they were. The that's why he didn't wear the suit. No, that's why he didn't wear the suit. He didn't want to be the geek thrown out. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you know, I was the only single guy there, so you know, I just kind of my were, were good, but you know, not really good. Yeah. But yeah, that's it awesome. was it was quite entertaining. That's they're, they're just they're just about to gather their eyes out, and I'm going, that's funny. I've t- I've talked about that on the podcast. That's awesome. Yeah. Jerry, you have any interesting experiences at the theater? Um, actually, I was in a couple of pretty subdued crowds, yeah. um, although when I went to the theater in Rhode Island, uh, one thing I was struck by, and it's not Spider-Man related, mm-hmm. but you know, in, in one of your pictures, you're sitting on a bench with the Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, this theater also had that, but it also had a full mock-up of the Silver Surfer. Yeah, mine had uh, that also. I, I just didn't, haven't had a chance to add that picture. But isn't that... Yeah, and, and I only had my cell phone with me, like I said, because I was traveling and I, w- I didn't want to, I wouldn't have brought a camera, but, uh, yeah. and it didn't have it at my local theater, and I thought, man, I should have got a picture of that, because I thought that was really cool. Yeah, it was um, awesome. But uh, the, the one moment, the first, the first, uh, the, the one moment I remember in the first time I saw it was when Harry and Mary Jane kissed. And then somebody yelled, Whore! And uh, <laughs> the, the, the theater broke up. Uh, uh, 
and the second one, uh, the second movie, um, th- there was one time where the, it seemed like there was a lot of laughter in, in, in moments that really weren't uh, supposed to in- induce laughs. Yeah. And when Toby started uh, blubbering, when uh, when Harry died, uh, laughter just started to, to go through the theater, and I think really? somebody said, "Shut up!" Wow. But uh, this is not funny. But uh, yeah. that seemed to invite some inappropriate laughter so uh, those were like the couple of moments that i remember offhand yeah i think the uh the guy that was in my theater with the smack bitch was also in your theater for some reason (laughs) (laughs) i i uh all right uh who else wants anybody else sam or anybody else have an interesting yeah it wasn't really i mean it was just pretty much a small crowd yeah. In the line, because we got there about an hour and a half or about an hour and 15 minutes early. Uh-huh. Figured I'd be the first in line. There was about 30, 40 people in front of us. Man, that's, what, that's what happened forming. to me, too. Yeah. Yeah, the line started forming to buy tickets, you know, so we already had, you know, it was kind of like splitting us up. And uh, we got in there. They let us in. Um, they wouldn't sell the refreshments for half an hour, so I was uh, upsetting everybody, <laughs> you know. And, no. uh, but uh, there was nothing really major to couple of kids with their laser pointers up on the screen, you know, I wanted to find them and knock oh, them Oh, man. And baby crying uh, twice. We had two different times the babies were crying, so I mean, yeah. you can only throw them out by themselves <laughs> so often, you know. But, uh, yeah. You know, it, it, it Typic- is pretty good. Typical I mean, movie-going experience, pretty much. But, yeah, every, I mean, at the beginning, everybody cheered when the movie started. Everybody was clapping. I thought I was cold at the end. Everybody started, stood up and clapped, and I was like, hey, cool, you know. That was a good crowd, you know. More of anything interesting? And, uh, oh, sorry, Sam. Go ahead. No, that's fine. I'm done. More of any? The end. <laughs> don't don't end yet. We're only half an hour in. More of anything interesting <laughs> at your theater? Oh, uh, when uh, when Peter hit her in my theater, the guy beside me just busted out laughing. Oh man! For like a minute straight, he thought it was hilarious. <laughs> so probably the same smack a bitch guy came in my theater. <laughs> I think that would be a great handle on the Carl Space message board. Smack a bitch. That's that's your new poster. Smack a bitch. He'll, he'll, his first post on the intro thread, he'll be, "Hey, dude, I was in your theater. All of you." <laughs> All right, I'm giving people. We're gonna have one of those now. You know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> somebody listening to this, somebody's gonna somebody's yeah. gonna put it. Somebody's gonna put it to that theme that "Smack My Bitch Up" song. They're gonna have that on there. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. All right, let's break down the villains. Um, Jr., your thoughts of Sandman with casting and how he was portrayed in the movie? What do you think? Um, I thought the, the Sandman was uh, was both cast very well, and uh, I think the character was was also done very well. Obviously, it was a in not quite, but an almost complete departure from the comics. But uh, I still thought it was very good, and I thought the, I thought the special effects scene when he first lumbered out of the sand as he was getting his composition together, mm-hmm. uh, it was almost like the Frankenstein monster. Yeah. And uh, I, I thought that was a really good scene. Um, in fact, you know, uh, it, it, but it also represents, I think, the lost potential. I don't think they quite did enough with him or resolved his family situation. You know, it, it seems that there should have been, you know, we should have known the ultimate fate of the little girl. Uh, or what was her ultimate fate going to be? Yeah. Um, that seemed there seemed to be a little bit more they could have done with that. And you know, I think you know, when you got an actress like Teresa Russell, mm-hmm. you know, and you give her just one scene, that seems like kind of a waste. Yeah. Um, Venom. You know, I liked Topher Grace. I mean, he was instead of Eddie Brock, he was Eddie Haskell, and uh, <laughs> it, I, I thought he was, you know, it, you know, and, and I know that, you know, my complaints about the Venom character in the comic book, you know, I've I've made him, but really the the way that the, it was handled in the movie 
takes care of a lot of my complaints about the Venom character. Yeah. I mean, one, he's, he is the opposite of Peter. He's around the same age. Uh, he has very few morals or principles. Um, and in this one, you know, Peter does do something to him, humiliates him, causes him to lose his job, which, you know, is, is a, uh, a good motivation. Um, as far as Venom, you know, I, I think it was a good idea not to have Venom appear too much. I think when you, if you get a really good look at Venom, the faker he looks, uh, I, I think it was, I mean, of course, then again, you know, we have a big guy walking sand pile too, so, you know, take yeah. it for what it's worth. Right. But, uh, I think it was, it was probably a good idea to keep Venom, uh, to not get a, a too good, many good looks at him. And really, the use of him was appropriate. He he was the physical manifestation of Peter's uh, hatred and rage, yeah. uh, which he had been feeling throughout the film, you know. And at the very end, he's you know basically Venom is kind of a metaphor for that. Although I can appreciate why Venom fans feel a little cheated. I mean, I yeah. I would too if the first film, the Green Goblin, had showed up in the last ten minutes. So, right. um, but uh, I, I I like both villains. I really did. And well, the third one, Harry, obviously, but that, that's kind of a little bit different because uh, we yeah. we knew what was what. Well, Harry was going to do and what he was going to look. Since like. you're such a Goblin fan, what what do you think of the, kind of the new take on Harry Osborn? You know, uh, new take uh, relative as to... it. You know, it's kind of a departure. He didn't have that costume. It's kind of a, a little swaying away from the uh, the comics. Yeah. Oh, and and kind of what how he kind of comes to the good side in the end or something. Yeah. Uh, what, what what do you think of the 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 take? I thought it was appropriate. I mean, I thought it was appropriate for the movie. The costume, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, he should have been the Green Goblin, but mm -hmm. we saw what happened with the first Green Goblin. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it just, and apparently they're not ready to go with the prosthetic mask, mm -hmm. um, which, you know, frankly, although I, I think a, a prosthetic green mask would have looked really creepy on Willem Dafoe, mm -hmm. uh, but apparently they can't do it, so, you know, I think they probably made the, the best choice for the movie to go with a more generic uh white ninja rocket racer <laughs> um but yeah. i thought his story arc was appropriate um you know i, I thought the um you know the amnesia thing a lot of people complained about the amnesia thing but i think it served two purposes one it's been done in the comics yeah and two you had to, you had to feel for harry before his end i mean it yeah. was like you know if he had just been mad and angry the whole film you wouldn't have cared about him right but when he had the amnesia, then you realize, okay, particularly people who are not really familiar with the with the, um, the mythology, you had to realize, yes, these two really were good friends. They really did love each other. Uh, yeah. They really did care about each other. Uh, and they both loved Mary Jane, and Mary Jane loved both of them. Mm -hmm. You know, if that, you know, the, if they hadn't done the corny amnesia scene, you wouldn't have felt then as much emotion yeah. when Harry, uh, well, passes away. So yeah. I think I thought it was a pro I thought it was handled appropriately. Was it perfect? No. Was it perfect with in perfect congruity with the comics? No. But uh, for the film, I thought it was yeah. uh, was handled appropriately. And there was an homage to a fourth villain. Did you guys see uh, the scene with uh, Kurt Connors and the lab with the lizard skeleton over his shoulder? Did you guys happen to see catch that? I, I saw the uh. lizard. Yeah, I saw the lizard skeleton. But what yeah. struck me with Connors is he says, <clears throat> "I'm a physicist, not a botanist or a biologist." Uh, and yeah. it's like, well, wait a minute, whoa, 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 how can he become the lizard then if he's a physicist? <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> Morb, what's your take on all the villains in the movie? How, how do you think they did? Well, um, start off with Sam Man. Uh, I thought he was just fantastically cast. I mean, Thomas Hayden Church yeah. was what really made that character in this movie. He's a great actor, and his presence 
was really felt. And what I thought was funny was that he actually looks like he could be related to Willem Dafoe and James Franco. Yeah. Even though they, they didn't mention the relation oh, at all, geez. but he looks like oh. he could be. <laughs> <laughs> now, now are we going to have to start doing shots for no. Chapter 1? Or yeah, something? no doubt. I'm drunk by now, brother. <laughs> I'm drunk on Mountain Dew. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I thought the special effects were top-notch, even though the whole, you know, I think J.R. called it the Sand King Kong earlier. It looked a little bit silly. Um <laughs> But then, you know, it's, I guess it is going to be silly. It's a sand man, so we can take a little bit of that. Yeah. I thought the character itself in the movie was totally, utterly superfluous, didn't need to be there at all. Um, Who, Sandman? I think they could have removed him. Yeah. Really? I think they could have removed him, had a mm-hmm. Harry Osborne black costume Venom movie, and it would have been just much smoother, more streamlined. Mm-hmm. He was basically, he seemed to me to be somebody that was there for Spider-Man to beat on when he was in the black costume. If we wanted that, we could have just thrown in the shocker for a scene or two and hadn't yeah. get beaten up. You know? know. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And in the end, basically, it was... <laughs> Venom could have crawled up the wall and said, Team up. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a good line. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, I thought he was, he was just kind of superfluous. I didn't mind him being... Um, Uncle Ben's killer, to tell you the truth. I didn't think it changed anything significant. It did a good, uh, it kind of helped him tie into the movie a little bit. Um, and it, it just didn't change enough for me to mind it. I thought it was fine now, for the movie. I wouldn't have wanted to see it in the comics. If they did it in the comics, I'd be ticked off. I meant to ask JR that. Did that bug you, changing Uncle Ben's killer? Um, you know, I, I, I have mixed feelings on that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do think and that for a Spider-Man fan, that really almost kind of guts the motivation yeah. of Peter's guilt. Uh, I mean, yes, you can still say by, by letting Carradine go by, in which obviously someone's reading the comics, because mm-hmm. uh, not to do another Clone Saga shot again, uh, ever, you know, if you remember, the burglar's daughter was named Jessica Carradine. Yeah. So, you know, you kind of got, it's like one of those things, well, somebody's been reading the comics. Uh, but anyway, when Carradine, when he let Carradine go by, theoretically, that's what caused Sandman to panic and mm-hmm. shoot Uncle Ben. Yeah. Uh, if he had stopped Carradine, then maybe Ben would have been able to talk him out of it, uh, the, the carjacking, and Ben wouldn't have got killed. So there's still an element of guilt, but still, Peter did not let the killer go by. Right. And that, you know, I can that was a little bit awkward. I can see in a way, if you're doing a, a movie a movie arc for a trilogy, mm-hmm. I can see in a way where Peter, you know, you, you have the story has a beginning and the end, and in the end, Peter has to let all this emotion go. Yeah. He has to let the hate, the guilt, he has to let it go. Uh, so I think it works in the movie, but as a longtime Spider-Man fan, it's like, well... Yeah, you know that that does that that that's uh, yeah. that's quite a bit. That's quite a retcon. <laughs> yeah, more uh, your thoughts on Venom and the like, new Goblin. Um, Venom, I thought you know I agree that Topher Grace was very good in it. He was a very 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 different take on Venom, but and I probably would have been ticked off if I had gone and expecting comic book Venom. But we've seen enough promotion for this so far that I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting them to do you know, the dark mirror of Peter Parker with Topher Grace, and they pulled it off great for what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Very different, very good. Um, I do kind of like that I cannot see this Venom ever saying, helping people feel so good. Um, <laughs> they won up the comics on that one. Yeah. And uh, I was shocked to see his skeleton at the end. <laughs> I, hear, uh, I hear they did that in the 
the book, but I didn't read the book. I was just I was kind of surprised that not only did they kill him, but they really killed him. Yeah, we saw his skeleton. Um, did you really? Maybe yeah, I, I maybe I missed that. I didn't see Venom's skeleton. I remember yeah, him, you him seeing the explosion, like the black outline of his skeleton. Oh, right before you saw I have to look it, at that again. I just face. I didn't see the uh, the I, I saw him no, pull I up. But, yeah. yeah. Um. And but yeah, I thought he pulled off great. I thought he fit into the movie great. Mm-hmm. Um. Part of me was saying when it was getting later that, well, I don't know if Venom's even necessary anymore because this has gone on so long and, you know, we're yeah. getting to the end here. But, you know, you look at the way it worked out and he was necessary. Yeah. Um, and although i got to say, if Mary Jane gets kidnapped one more time, <laughs> going to scream. Yeah. So, <laughs> so will she. <laughs> yeah. um, New Goblin thoughts? New Goblin was great. Yeah. Um, I thought he was easily the best pulled off villain in that movie, and if they were going to go with one villain, it would definitely have to be him. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was a little iffy on the costume, but I'd seen it so much by the time I got to the movie that I was already kind of used to it, and I accepted yeah. it. But And actually, when I looked at it, as much as I thought, you know, the original glider is cooler, his glider was actually a little bit more functional. Yeah. <laughs> You could see him doing the whole air surfing thing one, and going through one, the little thing that Spider-Man was swinging through. One thing it reminded me of, just a little bit, I, I enjoyed the Green Goblin, the New Goblin suit more than the Green Goblin of the movies. But it, I kept thinking of Back to the Future 2. Do you remember Michael J. Fox on that little uh, scooter? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that that yeah. made me think of that a little bit. Sam, break down uh, Sandman, Venom, and, and New Goblin. What's your thoughts? Break it down. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Um, no, I mean, I thought they did good. I'm the same way with the Sandman. To me, kind of felt like he was just thrown in there. You know, I still feel the same way. It could have been a great Harry Osborn, black suit, Venom uh, kind of movie, you know. would have been a great shorter movie. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, they did good. My wife was kind of nauseated, and even I noticed it, like when they were doing the whole beginning scene with them uh, in the sand coming together pulling away and it's like she's like what that's kind of nauseating you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was like i mean but it, it was all right you know i mean they did really good the effects were good and mm-hmm. even reading about or hearing about sam raimi talking about how they played with sand trying to get the right effects and so like that you know i think they did really good uh, like i said before the whole uh forgiving thing i was waiting for the hug you know and he <laughs> blew away and then i'm like you know they didn't resolve anything there yeah you know it's like so is he coming back for number four or what you know yeah. And, uh, you know, so I could have done without Sandman, but I think they did good. Hayden Church, he was perfect. When I first saw the first picture on the Internet, him standing there in that green shirt, I was like, oh, my God, they did great. Yeah. You know, yeah. They, they picked him. How about Venom? What would you uh, think of Venom? Well, it was awesome. I mean, yeah. I mean I'm mean, i a Venom fan. You know, I was never really that big of a Todd McFarlane fan um, because I thought I was always an old-school artwork mm-hmm. fan, and then Todd came around and that just, crazy stuff it took me a while to get used to it even when i was reading it back then you know right but i loved venom <laughs> and i knew they weren't going to do a costume out of the comic book for the movie mm-hmm. you know when i first saw the original spider-man costume for the first movie and i saw that raised webbing and i was like oh my god yeah you know what is this you know and <laughs> then of course they showed the power ranger goblin and i was thinking man they're raking this movie you know right but uh but you know i love it now of course yeah. it's grown on me so damn much right and I think they did good. They did good. You know, I first saw the first Venom appear on the Internet for the movie, and I was thinking, nah, you know. <laughs> but it's like, I think they did good. And the fight scenes were awesome. Him coming down the wall and yeah. 
him having to show Topher's face all the time. You know, I, of course I know why they do it. You know, because he's an actor, wants his face on the screen, and doesn't want to be covered by a mask the whole time. Yeah. But uh, it was pretty creepy. You know, yeah. I think they did a good job. I, I agree. And the Green Goblin, Green Goblin to me, I think, or the New Goblin. Green Goblin, like the sequel. They, <laughs> yeah. Or Junior. Yeah. Goblin Junior. Yeah. Are you going to cry? No, I love that part. <laughs> but uh, when they were when they were panning, you know, from the Goblin original Goblin mask, and they were panning to the glider, and then they went to the, the a kind of a silvery mask, and they went to what he was going to wear now, and, you know, you could see that it wasn't just, um, it was a progress. It was, like, it was kind of like all the equipment that uh, Osborne was working on, uh, Norman was working on originally, you know. It wasn't just Harry just pulled this out of his butt kind of thing, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it was good. I mean, awesome. like I said, the Sandman, they could have probably done without, but for all in all, it was just all together was a good movie, you yeah. know. Spidey Dude, break them down, all three. Um, well, like like uh, Sam said, the, the picture with Sandman when, he first, when they first showed him, I was thinking that same stupid green <laughs> shirt. <laughs> but, you know, man, they took that right out of the comics. That, I was like, okay, it makes sense. That's him. <laughs> he always wears that green shirt. Yeah. And then, of course, the uh, comment Morbius made about Chapter 1, I'm not going to get into, but, yes, I do kind of agree <laughs> now that you said that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I really thought it was well done. Uh, it seemed to me that, that it was like when – the, the producers came and said, "Okay, Sam, we want the, the, the people want the people want Venom." Trying to do aviator uh, <laughs> accent, uh, but <laughs> you know, I, I felt like he was writing for process of writing the screenplay, and uh, which made a huge difference because there's a lot more humor in this in this in this movie than any other movie, any other of the other two. Yeah, um, but I felt like he was there writing Sandman. They're like, "Well, crap." So we'll introduce the black costume, gonna figure out how we're going to do that, and then we're going to introduce Venom. I kind of felt like they kind of had to push Sandman to the side. I think if they had just left Sandman, introduced the black costume, made the hairy conflict and resolved it, it and left Venom out completely. Mm-hmm. Introduced, introduced Brock even. Left Venom out completely. Mm-hmm. It would have been a much better movie. Yeah. I felt Venom was the weakest of the three villains, even weaker than Sandman. Uh, I felt the strongest villain was obviously Harry because he had two previous films of character development that, it, that were yeah. they're taking from. Right. Um, I felt I felt like uh, Sandman was really well done. I, I, I mean, yes, King Kong monster was pretty was pretty ridiculous, but it was pretty cool at the same time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, considering he wasn't, a, I mean, he was got all the sand from the back of a uh, you know sand truck mm-hmm. and not just coming uh, coming out of it. You know, wherever it came from, you know, just it not coming out of the blue. Right. Thought that was really well done. I felt like, like uh, I think Jr. said that the Frankenstein monster bit. I, I think that was really a really good comparison. Right. Or that you, Brad. I liked it. You or Jr. No, I think it was Jr. I think that said okay. it. It was like Jr. Was that you? Yeah, it was. Okay. Own up to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. I've had my say, so I just <laughs> sit back listening to you guys. A spidey dude, what? Uh, and well, you pr- pretty much broke them all three down. Anything else you want to say about the three villains? Um, pretty much. I, I still feel Venom was weak. Yeah. And the toys even make him worse. Yeah. Here, here's my. Cr- still in the game though. I haven't played the game. I'm looking forward to it though. But my critique on the three villains: uh, Thomas Hayden Church, awesome, well cast. Not enough screen time, I thought, but when he was on there, he was great. He, he, they really humanized him with his family. Uh, I thought 
uh, read somewhere a long time ago that I thought they were going to make Felicia Hardy his wife or something like that, played by Teresa Russell, but I don't think they ever ever named his wife, so I don't know about that. His wife was named Emma. Oh, it was? I, I think, Emma? Yeah. I thought that yeah, was his kid. Emma Marco. Oh, and the Emma. Kid was Penny. Oh, Penny. Uh, now that that was, I think that was just internet scuttle, but it gets out of hand. Oh I man, everything you read on the internet's true, though. Come on. <laughs> 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 Only on. Now, I get all my news from the Enquirer. Okay. <laughs> I get mine from the Bugle. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I, I love the salmon. I, I thought the special effects were great. I, I uh, really liked the the part with Venom. I mean, not Venom, but uh, the salmon. How he travels in the air. You know, I've never seen him do that in the comics. I thought that was kind of a cool visual that he travels in the air on the wind, which I thought that was really cool. Um, the new goblin was my favorite of the three villains, and I'm, I'm a Venom fan, and the new goblin was my favorite. I didn't mind the costume. I thought it was actually, uh, a step above the first movie costume, and the, the hairy development was great. I mean, they've been leading up with that for three years, and I thought, uh, James Franco did a hell of a job acting wise. You know, you could really tell, when he was real innocent and, and he was like he was a little bit in the first movie. But you can tell he, he can really play an uh, evil character too. Uh, Venom is my favorite character or one of my favorite villains. And I just was a little let down. Um, I mean, he was in the final act. And I don't think you really ever got a really good shot of him. I mean, he, he growled a couple times. The, the guy's moving so fast. You really didn't get that great a uh, view of him. I really think it was a missed opportunity with uh, the Venom costume because, I, you know, the whole thing back in the 80s was that costume could change clothes, Peter. You know, he didn't need to go into a costume or a clothing shop to get a new black suit. Uh, he was walking down like Travolta in the main street. He could have had the, the Venom suit morph into something cool. I, I wanted to see him lay in bed or something like that or sit in a chair and the, and the costume like slide off of him and then go hang over a chair. But... They just never did that. They kind of put the costume in a trunk. I just thought that was a lost opportunity. But uh, you just wanted to see Tobey Maguire naked, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, admit it. All right. <laughs> it was bad. And, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, I just I wish they would have taken Venom out and saved him for another movie. I mean, uh, I, I feel I hope they bring him back for another movie because Topher Grace is a great actor and he nailed that part. And I wish. The comic book origin of the mainstream, not the old one. But the, I wish the comic book origin was like the one in the movie because it's not as convoluted as J.R. is well documented. I mean, that's a good origin for Venom where he's he steals a picture from Peter and he ruins his life. I mean, that's a good origin for that character. And I think he would have had an even longer shelf life. Uh, if, if, uh, well, he's pretty popular right now anyway. So I bet, I, I was thinking he, he, it's a better origin for that character. So that is my take on the three villains. Uh, gang, we're running about, it's about an hour. Let's, let's tackle Sam. I mean, let's not tackle him. Let's talk to Sam. <laughs> Don't tell. Help me. <laughs> Sam, uh, as we talked a little bit earlier, you have one of the largest Spider-Man, uh, collections. How, how'd you get started in Spider-Man collecting? I mean, what was your first item or your book? What sparked your interest? Uh, first got to start out saying that it's not one of the largest because I've met too many people on the internet who just blow my collection away. Right. Um, if you go to if you go to SpidermanCollectors.com and Cy yeah. Winnie there, <laughs> he's got the largest collection. I mean, he's got a house just loaded, and he buys everything. I mean, it just 
I look at his stuff and I just want to put mine in a trunk and never see it again. Oh anymore. man! It's like it's it's amazing what he has. That, and, that's uh, that's called uh, spider envy. <laughs> yeah, it is. I tell you, I, I curl up in my web and I just cry. <laughs> but how'd you get started, no, buddy? But, okay, well, how I got started was you know I'm a kid, grew up. Um, in the 70s, I had two older brothers that had comic books laying around, you know, and I grabbed, I mean, I can't even remember issues. I try to remember issues. It's got to be early, uh, right at 100, right after he got his couple arms and then all that, you know, were laying around. I was reading those. Marvel Tales were laying around. I was reading those. Yep. And um, I remember going to 7-Eleven. My mom would give me a dollar or two. I'd go to 7-Eleven, buy any Spider-Man comic book that was out. And uh, uh, Slurpee and the candy, all that for a dollar, you know. Right. And um, back when comics were uh, forty, fifty, sixty cents. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah. You know? I mean, I remember when it went up to, you know, went up to like forty cents. I was like, oh my god. You know? <laughs> and but yeah. you know, it's just same thing, you know. And then the toys were rare. You know, he didn't have toys much back then. You know, I was like. Yeah. I had to remember I made a little wooden picture of Spider-Man and made a little wooden plaque that I cut out of uh, the, the Sunday comics, you know, I'd cut out oh, and wow. paste them on a wooden plaque. And I made posters for my room doing that, you know, collages wow. and stuff, you know. Sam, you're and, showing uh, your age. You're it, making wood stick figures you know, of Spider-Man. <laughs> I know, I know. It's, it's great, you know. The kids today, they have like a full only, easy. And I'm only 25. Oh, what? <laughs> but, uh, and me and JR are 15. Go ahead, sir. But about in the, about in, uh, me and my wife met in uh, '87 over in Turkey when we were in the Air Force, mm-hmm. the other station over there, and I was buying the comics then, you know, at the the BX on the base. You know, they would get the American comics over there. Wow. I was lucky to grab the Spider-Man. You know, it was rare to get them. You know, but you know, I kept up with them best I could. There was no internet, you know, so right. you did whatever you could. And then when uh, about 1990, when our son was born, uh, she started buying comics and to put aside for him mm-hmm. and I was like you know I'm getting back into this and we went to a comic she took me to a comic book store and I was like you know I never even heard of a comic book store before mm-hmm. you know and I walk into this place and it was like ka-ching I was like oh my <laughs> god you know? I was like so my interest peaked again and I mean I've just been hooked ever since several thousand you know, dollars buy, later here you are <laughs> oh, yeah, you're telling me you know but I'm not I'm not a big spender when it comes to my stuff I've never been I um, we're not rich you know, I go to the 99 cent store and I see the stuff there, and I'm happy. You know. Yeah. What's your uh, What's your weirdest you know. item and your most prized possession? What do you have? Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking about that. I was like, the weirdest one has got to be the Spider-Man knife. That it's the little Spider-Man figure. He's kind of shaped as a banana, and you pull him apart, <laughs> and it's a knife inside his legs. And it's like, you know, I've had that for a few years. And when the first movie came out, I was thinking, that's the knife that, or, or in the second movie, when uh, oh. Harry pulls out the knife to stab Peter after he pulls the mask or whatever, I was like, that's the knife should have been on the table. So it's a it's a Spider-Man banana, but you open it up, yeah. and there's a knife in the middle of it. Yeah, well, you pull him apart. You know, you grab his upper torso and you grab his legs. Oh, that's and you random. Apart and there's a knife. Wow. <laughs> this just has a very vulgar connotation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting creeped out. No, but, actually, I you know mean, what? They could combine a movie. That could be in Crocodile Dundee. He pulls out the Spider-Man banana go. knife, and that's a knife. There you go. There you go. <laughs> do you have that's the toilet? Do you have the toilet about. paper? I've always wanted toilet paper. You know, I did. I did. Don't tell ago. me you used it. <laughs> no. 
Well, I had to, man. We were at. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I did. I did years ago, but it's like for the life of me, I don't know what I did with it. I mean, it was back when we were selling stuff on eBay, and I think I sold it on eBay. Yeah. I mean, because I was originally when eBay first started, I was collecting more than just. I mean, Spider-Man mostly, but I'd had X-Men, all that stuff. But I was selling stuff off and on. Yeah. And it's like for the life of me now, I'm thinking, why did I get rid of something like that? Right. You know, especially when I hear you talk about it, yeah. I'm thinking, man, I had that. Yeah, I, I, I could have <laughs> bought it for ten bucks at a convention, but I just passed by. What, what's the uh, your prized possession? What are you what are you most proud of that you have? Well, my wife. Oh. <laughs> She's sitting right here, so I got to say that. Is she in a bag and a board? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let her breathe. Yeah, exactly. Holes with holes in. No. What's your second favorite know. possession <laughs> of Spider-Man? <laughs> It's hard to say. I mean, it's I got so much. It's just uh, there's nothing really. One thing that sticks out in my mind is my most prized project, or you know, what those words are. Um, you, you know, I got just statues. I mean, I'm looking up. I think the Spider-Man bust, the life-size bust, that's looking down at me with the Spidey hat on right now. You know, that's pretty prized possession. I mean, there's lots of them out there. You see them everywhere. But it's like I got one, and I'm just happy that yeah. I don't got the full figure statue guy from Blockbuster, all that stuff, because well, I could never afford them, and I couldn't be, cool. be paying that much money for a guy staring now, at me. Now, since the wife is right next to you, would she allow you to have that uh, that suggestive Mary Jane bent over doing laundry statue that caused so much controversy? Oh, yeah. She'd allow you to oh, have yeah. that in the house? Oh. oh, yeah. She doesn't mind that stuff at all. Man. Yeah. JR, She's I don't think you and I could get away with it. <laughs> No, I, I was I was I was waiting for you to uh, to open up for questions because I've already got a couple for him. So. Uh, one one more thing, uh, ha- talk a bit about okay. your room that you have all this stuff in. Uh, do you organize it somehow? Well, the room, well, the room you see in the pictures right. is back um, on the web page. It's back in uh, when we were stationed uh, Las Vegas, right? And uh, that's about two years ago. And right now we live in uh, California, mm-hmm. and my wife's retired out of the Air Force, and um, we're working on a new room, so everything's packed away right now. Mm. It's a hard, I mean, not everything. I mean, I'm, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sitting here at a computer desk, it's crammed full of action figures and statues above me and walls and posters and yeah. stuff, you know, but um, majority of it's all still yeah. in storage waiting for the room to get finished, and once it's done, we'll put it back in the that's way cool. it should be, and then I'll get pictures out to everybody, you know, and I'll get yeah. a new web page going. But that's probably going to be about a year process, right. you know. Well, let's, let's open it up for questions. Jerry, want to hit some? Well, uh, first of all, I think he had, you answered it when you mentioned your wife's uh, branch, but uh, you served in the Air Force then? Yes, sure did. Okay. Yeah, uh, how many uh, years? Uh, well, I joined back in 84 when I graduated out of high school. Okay. And, uh I got out in 90, and then I've been traveling with her ever since to let her finish her career while I raise our son. Okay. Well, let me uh, take a sappy moment and express my uh, my gratitude for your service to the country. No doubt. We have a true hero on a Spider-Man hero set. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so I want to acknowledge that. And then, of course, get to the Spidey stuff. I, I looked through some of these pictures, and I thought, man, he's got so much. If I ever came to see him, I could just kind of lift some of this goblin stuff, and he would never <laughs> even notice it. Yeah, but, but I'm uh, really interested. How, how is your wife so tolerant of this? I mean, mine is, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know. She's tolerant to a point, but there's, there's yeah. no way that, uh, that, I mean, she couldn't stand to look at all that stuff. I mean, yeah. how, how did you get well, away with this, man? Or <laughs> or it's just it's amazing because we are so compatible. We're best friends. She collects she collects smiley face stuff, so oh, I know what cool. to oh. get her. She knows what to get me. I mean, her smiley face collection doesn't you know kind of uh, pales in comparison to the Spidey because there's not that much smiley face stuff out there. But 
Um, you know, it's just it's, it's there, like our little crutch. You know, we each got what we do. You know. You know, if you think about it, I'm, I'm acting like Doctor Phil, but if you get just yeah. the mask of Spider-Man, that could be kind of like a smiley face. It's kind of similar. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so we won't talk about that. I've already tried that, and it's hard to breathe. <laughs> Guys, any other? I'm, I'm looking oh, go ahead. How many Mego Spideys do you have? I'm looking here, and it looks like you have at least a couple of them. Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny because I only got one uh, carded one that I got a few years back, um, but the three, I think, that's in the pictures are just ones I found in, like, garage sales laying on the ground for a buck. Yeah. And, mm. yeah, and one uh, one guy was on uh, back on AOL. It was like he put a message on He's like, Somebody mailed me two bucks, and they can have this Mago Spider-Man. So I was like, you know, mailed them two bucks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Mago Spider-Man, you know? Yeah. I was like, back in the good old days, and you can get stuff cheap. No doubt. That was my first Spider-Man action figure. I loved how I, – yeah. I think that, I thought that was ingenious of Mego to connect the inside of the, that figure with rubber bands because that character always yep. broke, you know? And you would always have you to go to the right. store and buy a new Spider-Man figure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guys, any other questions? Uh, more of our uh, Spidey dude? Oh, uh, well, I'm trying not to make Sam feel bad, but you said you got married in 87? Uh, no, no, we got uh, we met in 87. We got married in 90. Oh, okay, so you met in 87. So, okay, uh, well, to make you feel bad, I am. I was born in 87, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> damn, damn kids these days. You know, you know Peter, and, Peter and Mary Jane have been long uh, married as long as you've been alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just no thought of that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, and you said you also graduated in 84, right? Or, or, right. I heard some 80. Okay, well, that's when my mother graduated, so you're old enough to be my parent. Wow. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know? wow. Okay, now sit down and shut up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Sam. I just figured I'd make you feel a little Man. bad. Hey, Sam, I'm uh, glad I had you on the show. I, I took all the shots in April. You can take all the shots this <laughs> <Yeah>. week. <laughs> well, you know. Oh, man. Uh, but, you know, concerning this, I, I just, uh, if I could find a girl that is ta- as tolerant as your wife is about <laughs> Spider-Man stuff, I will be in hog heaven because yeah. every girl I've dated, they've laughed at me because Aww. back when I lived at my parents' house, I had shelves with all my, like one shelf was just devoted to all the Batman stuff I had in the early 90s, and then I had a shelf devoted strictly to Spider-Man, and then I had the long boxes sitting out. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Hey, man, you know you what? Know, when you find a girl that can be accepting of that, you got to marry them. That's right. That's what I that's what I did. Exactly. That's what I was about to say, if you find yeah. a girl like the one Sam's got, if you meet her, you get her drunk and you take her to the altar before she sobers <laughs> up and you know, man. Keep uh, yeah. you know, to pull out the Foster's commercial, you know, <laughs> you know, where she crushes the can on her head. Keep yep. <laughs> How about you, Morby? Any questions yeah. for Sam before we hit the message board up? Man, I tell you, I'm just marveling at this punk kid over here. I mean, I was born way back in 1986. <laughs> Man. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking here at this. Uh, he's got that Marvel superheroes uh, lunch bucket. Um, was did you pick that up as a collectible, or did you did you actually have one as a kid that you took to school? No, I, no. See, I, I had one. The lunch pail I had in school was Speed Buggy. I don't know oh, wow. if you all remember Speed Buggy. Oh, I remember Speed Buggy, yeah. Well, yeah, that was my lunch pail, but I couldn't oh. find it. I didn't have the Marvel Super Heroes because I think the Marvel Super Heroes one came out like in the 80s. So yeah. 
I wasn't carrying a lunch pail no more. I I, but no, I, I found I think I found that on eBay. It was kind of like a beat up one. Someone just had on eBay for a couple of bucks, and it was. Jr. I think I'm looking at I'm looking at the same picture you are. I think I, I actually had a similar lunchbox. I want to see if anybody else had this. It it had Spider-Man on the front and then Captain America and Hulk on the front of the lunchbox. Did they, that's the same one? I think. Well, this one I'm yeah, looking at has Cap and Thor on it. It says Marvel Comic Superheroes. But I, there's a couple of different looking, versions of it. But yeah, but I actually had one in the '70s that I actually used. Uh, so I was thinking, you know, God, you know, I, you know, I haven't seen that thing around anymore, you know. So, <laughs> almost like a trip through memory lane. Yeah, no, Dad. Sam, I'm clicking on a couple more pictures. I'm, I'm seeing uh, one okay. lone Deadpool statue. <laughs> oh, Did yeah, you get you confused? Know I know the costume's similar. <laughs> no way. Yep. I love that. Have y'all, have y'all heard? Go ahead. Have y'all heard the uh, Iron Man answer machine? Oh yeah, I, I keep. I, I have to find it again. No, no, I, I bookmarked it. I kept meaning to add that to the uh, the front page. It's a very funny MP3 that someone made of Peter Parker's answering machine. It's very funny, and Venom calls him. Yeah, Norman yeah. Osborn calls him, or somebody. That's kind of funny. Also, next to the Deadpool statue, and Ben Riley does too. Oh yeah, Ben Riley does also. But next to the Deadpool statue is a Spider-Man Easy Cheese topping for crackers. <laughs> Right. Are you are you kind of yeah, afraid that to... thing will pop or something? No, nah, I emptied it out. Oh, there... <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll... Now you need to put one of the you need to put that in one of those like plastic web shooters supposed to be for silly string. That'd be awesome. Yeah, there you go. Shoot the cheese. With. Wouldn't that be awful if that was That's a superpower? It'd be cheese, man. Anyway, on that note, <laughs> let's hit the message board up. <laughs> That'd be cheesy, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Let's start off with Wombat909. He says, by the time you have you have seen the Spider-Man 3 movie, if you haven't, then don't answer this. Okay, so we can answer it. Which is your favorite of the trilogy? Uh, whoever wants to hop in. Number two. Number two. That's mine also. Number two. Num- yeah, number two. JR? Uh, I have to balance between one and three. Okay. And have you guys uh, played the Spider-Man 3 video game? I have. No, because I went to pick no. it up yesterday on the PSP, and they don't have it because they got it delayed till November. Oh, man. I, I haven't I played it either. I, Anybody else played it? I, I, I've played, and I'm not actually 50% of the way through. Oh, Brady, you know how I am with video games. Oh, man. My son, well, my son is begging me to buy it. I mean, he's just <laughs> on me constantly to buy the thing. Yeah. So. Also, he's got to be a good boy. Yeah, exactly. And Wombat, not, uh, not the last question from Wombat. I've been a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's not adoption hour here at the Crawl Space. <laughs> uh, do you think Spider-Man should play a part in World War Hulk, seeing as how he was on Iron Man's side before he went to Caps? Anybody? I don't see how that matters. I'm... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, he, he shouldn't. He shouldn't be involved because... Uh, he wasn't a part of the group that sent him off into space in the first place. Yeah, be different if well, he was I mean, a, part, a part of that group. Yeah, we get to a point there though where it's World War Hulk, the World War. <laughs> you know, he's attacking the world. Spider-Man's one of the great heroes. Yeah, defend the world. Of course, he should be involved. I don't see what said he was on Civil War mattering really. It's going to be you know everybody try to lay the smack down on the Hulk pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Sir Dan Dan says, what do you guys think of Ultimate Spider-Man and what you did you think of the Bendis rewrite of the Clone Saga? Gulp, take a shot. <laughs> uh, 
should I take the shot? First? Yeah, feel free. Uh, I'm the biggest All well, these fan. guys, feel free to hop in whenever you want. <laughs> Go um, I'm sorry. Well, I, I, I will. <laughs> Go ahead. I love the delay on Skype. No, yeah. <laughs> you can edit all this out, right? Yeah, we'll figure it out later. <laughs> Whoever, yeah. I, Spidey, dude, you want to go? I think you were starting off. Okay, I'll, I'll start okay. off. I feel bad because I, I stepped on JR's toes. But anyway, um, yeah, overall, I, I liked, you know, I kind of felt like it was really long because it really was long because they kept adding more and adding more. Yeah. I was going... Isn't this supposed to be a six-part arc? Now it's going to be an eight-part arc plus a prologue. So, you know, they tried to uh, pad it out so much that it felt like the original Clone Saga. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, they took, one of the, they took one of the ideas of it being actually Dr. Octopus being behind all of it, and it really worked. Yeah. It made sense. It yeah. really did. I, now, the whole Spider-Girl um, clone thing, I was going, uh... <laughs> Yeah, just just an excuse to get Bendis' favorite character, Spider Girl, in the Ultimate Universe. Yeah. Um, I mean, Spider Woman, not Spider Girl. Right. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what's on my brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I I don't know that much his, uh, much of the history of Jessica Drew, but uh, it worked for me. I mean, that's that's a fine origin. I, I I liked how it was wrapped up in under three years, the, the Clone Saga, and the. <laughs> so that was pretty good. Uh, next question from Sir Dan Dan is, what's your favorite Spider-Man appearance outside of his own titles? She-Hulk number four. Yeah, that was a good one. The, or he was on trial? Yeah, yeah. yeah. or well, when he sued Jonah. Oh, yeah, that was good. I'd, hopefully Dan Slott is the uh, new Amazing Spider-Man regular artist. I don't know. It, that's the rumor. So I think he'd, he'd write a hell of a... You mean writer? Oh, yes. <laughs> a writer, sorry. <laughs> He's going to be drawing stick figures, and, and Sam will be playing with the wooden action figures coming from Hasbro. That's right. <laughs> Remind me of my childhood. <laughs> All right, our favorite, Effin Spider-Man, says, Obviously, I have my own point of view on this, but are there any story arcs that you boys feel the writers of Spider-Man mags have done more than once? I... I thought about this question I couldn't really think of a story arc yeah. they've rehashed uh, they probably have I mean he's been in over a thousand comics yeah. but I swear I don't want to see any more master planner you know digging himself out from a crumbling building scene yeah. I mean that one has been done to death and, uh, and and grossly over I mean Straczynski used it twice I think yeah, yeah. You know, he used, he used it say, in the when John Romita yeah. when John Romita was drawing that just back in Stradinsky or whatever his name is was right, and it was like it was when they did it again. I was like, oh, why again? Yeah. yeah. You know? uh, one one, th- one theme I'm tired of is Aunt May being sick. I mean, she's getting shot, she dies, she gets better. Uh, Aunt May on the deathbed has been used one too many times, in my opinion, and it's, they're currently using it. That's one of my pet peeves. Yeah. Well, see, I've already got an idea about that because that? I talked with my friend Alvaro from Alvaro's message boards, comic boards, everybody knows Alvaro yeah. or the comic board. We call that you know? the other spider board. He's my friend Alvaro, and I told him I'd mention his name at least ten times on this. Oh, so man. Alvaro's a good friend. If we start drinking on that to topic, <laughs> too. <laughs> <laughs> but I was talking to my friend Alvaro, and uh, am I a ten yet? Um, no, but he was talking about the uh, anime getting shot thing, and yeah. I said, you know what? 
it's all going to turn out that it's really Uncle Ben in an Aunt May suit. And back originally <laughs> in AF-15, it was a, a night of uh, cross-dressing that they were playing when the, the burglar came. And they've just been playing it out ever since. And it was really Aunt May got shot. And this is going to be Uncle Ben popping out wow. at the end. And we have a special announcement on the crawl space that Sam Kirby is officially the new Amazing Spider-Man writer. <laughs> I'm sorry. My medicines are kicking <laughs> We can <so>. tell. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, okay, it looks like uh, F and Spider-Man's done for that question. Uh, hey, leading right into FSU Spider fans question. Ahem, Aunt May, ahem, in the hospital again. Does anyone care anymore? <laughs> I'm, I'm over it. I wish the broad would die and get better. <laughs> <laughs> I want her to die and not get better. I'm about ready to be the end of Aunt May. Really? Yeah. I like Aunt May. I think they've actually... Well, like you said, she gets shot, she gets kidnapped, she's a hostage. Mark Miller buries her alive for a year, you know, because he doesn't want to deal with her. It's, yeah. it's gotten old. It's all she does, pretty much. Since he made her a decent character, but even he's resorting to shooting her and putting her in a coma. Yeah. So didn't, Norman Osborn, or, didn't Norman Osborn already sleep with her once and have kids? No. <laughs> Well, let's go to Jr. Was that true, Jr.? <laughs> You're the Osborne expert. <laughs> uh, I was about to say that one. Uh, I think I think Norman would want to forget that one. Uh, <laughs> although that, that's funny you mention that because that uh, this guy Sean Whitmore, who does these uh, uh, action figure parodies on his site, uh, uh, he he did one, and at the end it was he had the Green Goblin action figure, and he was making a big list of things he was going to do to screw up Peter Parker's life, and one was sleep with Aunt May, and and. <laughs> And May is calling from the calling from the bedroom, you know, talking about how fragile he is, oh, and Norman right. saying, "Well, you didn't think I was very fragile a while ago, May." But, uh, is anybody else anyway. having a flashback to the movie Kingpin? Okay. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Sorry. Moving on. The Jano Forty Two. Does the gang think? We'll ever get a break from these epic crossovers? I thought we would. We might be able to finally go a while without any, but the solists say the May issue of New Avengers will set the stage for 2008 Marvel Epic. The whole thing is starting to wear me out, and I've only been through Civil War. So you think we're going to take a break from these epic crossovers that sell so many issues? Nope. No. Yeah. Not until the bottom falls out of the market? Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, God, I, I, I'm so sick of these things. I mean, I hardly agree with the guy. I mean, it's... <laughs> I mean, so so much has happened to Spider-Man, like with the new powers and dying and coming back, and and everything just gets glossed over to the next event. I mean, it's it's, but but I think this this is where I guess I get on my sandbox. I think what's really worrisome about this is that Marvel apparently does not believe that the market would that the market would probably contract without these events. I'm wondering if, the, you know, because I've, I've wanted to believe the market has been healthier than it has been for a while, but I'm wondering if that is really true, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering if these events are, you know, basically just them trying to, you know, milk as much out of the uh, the industry, uh, because otherwise it, it would contract again. So yeah. you know, that's kind of a Yeah, if you look at, like, I don't know, sales of friendly neighborhood, you know, it, it, it goes down, 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 then back in black, up, then down, 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 uh uh, Civil War up. It goes up and down with the crossovers. I can see what you're saying. So, yeah. and, and, and Friendly is a good. I like Friendly. Yeah. I mean, I like both Friendly and Sensational mm-hmm. at this time, and and they're selling below fifty thousand copies typically. Right. And I just don't get it. And uh, you know, I I just can't. I just 
can't believe the market. I mean, the market just must not be that healthy. It must be these crossovers that are that are yeah. keeping it alive. Yeah. Uh, you know, God help us if it is. Yeah. Wombat nine oh. Well, oh, go ahead, Spidey dude. Go ahead. Well, what I was going to say is, 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 it goes back to the same argument we had with Spider Girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was another shot. Uh, <laughs> really, if you put Friendly Neighborhood and, and Spider Girl out on the on, in the mass market, you're going to see sales. It's, it's just getting it out of certain books need to be not in the, just in the specialty shops. They need to be out in the mass market. And I think Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man would be a great gateway book mm-hmm. to get kids to read it again. So I don't mm-hmm. know. That's yeah, I agree. I really disagree because I think that one is the most admired in like '90s continuity, and I think it's also crap. (laughs) (laughs) I think um, part of the problem is not that you know the market contracts and you know people only buy when there's an event just because of the market. I think people only buy when there's an event because there's probably a lot of people that agree with me that it's crap. I'm not buying it right now. Well, more it just so happens Peter David's on the line and he'd like to talk to you. Peter, take him out. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Wombat909, uh, he asks, this one's for Sam, and he hopefully he laughs at this one. He says, in the weird collectible pages, as the very first item, it says, Spider-Man toilet roll with a story printed on it. Which story would you most like to wipe your butt on? <laughs> Please say chapter one, my friend. Oh, Boy, yeah, you know chapter, chapter one. That's one. A big one. I mean, you know, I got every issue. It's sealed in a bag, and it's sitting out there in a the box, and I'm still wondering why. <laughs> I mean, they need, have, toilet, they, need have a, they need to have a return you know, policy that you can get a refund. Yeah, no, I mean, full refund. Keep your receipt so, on that so then, piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, did a trade paperback ever get put out on that? I mean, because that's just, I could wipe my butt on that. Too, I, don't you know? th- I don't know if they did or not. But it's not like the issues aren't that hard to find. I mean, the issues are out there. Uh, The issues are easy to find. Yeah. No, but there's there's so many uh, stories out there. I mean, back when I was reading and uh, Craven first shot himself and committed suicide, I was so upset. I was dropping everything. Really? Is is that the book? Oh yeah. You hate that book? It's amazing. I mean, because the the back then you didn't have you didn't have the internet. You didn't have all that stuff. You just were you were on your own. You know, you bought the issues whenever you could. 7-Eleven, whatever, and Craven committed suicide, and I was just like, why the hell did they do that? How can they do that? You know, I mean, I was never a big Craven fan, you know, he was always geeky, you know, and he used cheesy throughout the years, you know, but I was like, I I never seen that in a comic like that, and that was my, that was Spider-Man, you know, and I was like, right ready to drop everything, but now it's one of my favorite stories. Oh, okay. You know? I was going to say, because that's one of my favorite stories. I have fond memories of it now, but it's just like, it's it's like that, it it changed me over the years. Mm But like I say, that Soul of the Hunter issue that came out where he forgave them and hugged them and stuff, you know, I was just like, and that was, why did I buy it? That's one of those issues I was like, I want to refund. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't read that Soul of the Hunter in a long time. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I haven't read it in a long time either, but it just last night watching that movie yesterday, or I think it was yesterday, yeah, with Sandman, mm-hmm. and he was about ready to forgive him or, and hug him. I was like, that's the only thing I could think of was that Soul of the Hunter. And I was like, oh. man. Uh, Venom65437 from Fort Myers, Florida. Uh, again, it's aimed at Sam. Uh, he says, how long did it take you to collect all your Spidey stuff? Eesh. A month or two at least. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
<laughs> and what year did you start? What it's, stuff? It's, it's, it's all my life. I mean, I, I do have stuff from my childhood. I mean, I'm talking that wooden plaque that I made that had uh, a little Spider-Man jumping out, uh, John Romita Spider-Man, and I used uh, S-A-M out of Amazing Spider-Man, the label, yeah. and I wrote Sam. And, I mean, I still have that That's plaque, cool. you know, stuff like that. I still well, got so, from my childhood. So how old are you? Uh, twenty. <laughs> four, uh, four, I'm forty. Forty, okay. And, yeah, I turned forty-one here this year. Yeah. Yeah, darn! I'm still. Oh, I got this. I got this birthmark on my arm of Spider-Man. You know, tattoo on my arm. You know, so. You, you mean the birthmark <laughs> is shaped like Spidey? Yeah, it is. It's safe. It's Spider-Man crawling toward you. Oh, you know, you oh, I got you. I, mean, I know, Brad. You remember seeing it? Yeah, I think I've seen it. I think I posted. Yeah. Yeah, because I got it. I got it. Oh. It's been We're over 10 years birthmarks ago now. now. <laughs> what, I, what I always talk about, I mean, people see it on my forearm. It's on my forearm. I'm like, yeah. And they're yeah. like, oh, you really like Spidey. JR's got a pumpkin bomb on his birthmark. left butt cheek. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't want to know why you know how you Oh, know. man. No, actually, 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 Brad, it's in, it's, it's, it crosses the two. So it actually <laughs> Wow! Wow! <laughs> you never know what's oh, going to wow. come out in this crawl space. Control. I never envisioned me saying Jr. has a pumpkin bomb on his lip, but all right. You got the power of editing. <laughs> no, I'm not going to edit that out. <laughs> that out. <laughs> uh, we kind of already covered what's your favorite collectible. You don't really have one, you said, but uh, no, it's just all. And how right. often? I mean, everything I see with Spider-Man, I want. How often do you go to the store and pick stuff up? I mean, you can't avoid the store without seeing Spider-Man on everything. No, I mean, it is. I mean, I go through phases. It's like um, there's there's phases of the action figures I don't have just because of money situations yeah. have come up in our lives. And I'm like, okay, why well, stop buying for a while? You know, but it's I get gifts all the time. Yeah. You know, everybody knows what to buy for. Hey, man, that's you that's know, the same way here. I, I always get something spider-related as a gift. Yep. 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 It's, it's, I mean, it's, I'll, I'll walk out to the mailbox, and it's usually once a week I get something in the mail from uh, somebody with family uh, give some comics. I get comics from friends, you know, because I I don't buy the comics no more. Yeah, <gasps> man. But I've stopped. I, yeah, I, well, I stopped buying them a couple of years ago, financial reasons, but yeah. also price reasons because they're not I cheap. Made a, I made a well, I made a I made a deal with my wife years ago that once the comics got the two dollars, I was going to drop yeah. them. Well, I, I stuck it out for years <laughs> afterwards, you know. But I finally said, you know. I got to stop sometime. Right. And, you know, I do still buy the trade paperbacks every once in a while. Yeah. And I still keep up with the stories. Right. And pretty much off the internet, you can get anything you want. Yeah. Um, you can just re- read the v- reviews on this site. Yeah. If I know. Yeah. Well, it's every site. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I mean, yeah, your site's the best. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Take a shot. <laughs> uh, you, can, you, you, can PayPal, you can PayPal that money to me at <laughs> Uh It looks like FSU Spider Fan has another question for Sam. It says, How does it feel? To actually have made an impact on how Spidey is drawn in Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, uh, the oh. mutant ant controversy that's been on the board. Yeah, that was awesome. That you had amazing. it. You had it changed. You know, because it just. I mean, well, let, give a little know, bit of. I, I don't. I don't buy, give a little bit of history for people that aren't in the know what actually happened. Just a little brief hit. Okay. Yeah. I mean, just you know, I, the previews came up. You know, and I I've seen all the previews Marvel puts on their site and everything of F and Spider-Man coming up. And, uh, you know, Todd Nowak, however you say his last uh-huh. name, he's a great artist. I, I think he fits all right in, you know, that frame. But that black costume came up, and it was an ant. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it wasn't a spider. I mean, granted, I had an extra leg. I heard about that from enough people on a message board, you know, that it's not an ant, it's a spider, right. but it, it looked like an ant. So it's a muted ant, you know. So I did. I drew, you know, I got on the Photoshop. I made it look a little different. And I put it I put it over on Alvaro's message board, the comic board, spider board. Yeah. Peter David got on there and said, it looks like a bat. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, okay. So since he said that, I got in there and made it look more like a spider, you yeah. know. I'm not an artist or nothing. I was just using the paint program, you know, and made it look like a spider. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I posted on there. I put it on Todd Knox's message board, and he commented on it. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he said, you know what, I'm going to change it. Yeah, that's awesome. And I guess it's been changed. I've been told. I've been emailed a couple of times in uh, FN Spider-Man 20 that he changed it halfway through or something. Yeah. That, that's awesome. I, I agree with your opinion yeah. of the ant. I, I think it does look a little antish. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it wasn't. I mean, I'm not a bunch of a complainer. And like I said, you know, I have 30 years of collecting. I had enough so I could say something if I wanted to. And everybody else does, so why couldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> but boy, and then all of a sudden I did it with my face on it. Yeah. That's that's a nice segue because his next question is, any upkeeping tips on your rockin' mustache? <laughs> oh, I tell you, man. I can't live without this mustache. I've shaved it off. My wife's known me for how many years? I shaved it off once by accident because I got too close to the mirror with the electric razor and it kind of went neat and I had to shave it up and uh, she hated it. I thought you were modeling it after J. Jonah Jameson possibly. Well, more Tom Selleck. (laughs) Oh, there you go. I guess I'd go with him too. Uh, Scarlet Spider says this this podcast will be out for this cue, so what do you think of Venom in the movie? Well, we already covered that. Who's the worst? Although I think um, that Scarlet Spider mentioned is worthy of a shot. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, I didn't even realize that. That, Thank you for those playing at home. Uh, We kind of already talked about Venom in the movie. Who's the worst artist ever? JR, who's the worst artist ever? Um, I don't know. I'd I'd hate to use the term worst artist because art's in the the holder, but I think the two most... The two most inappropriate artists that I remember is one is Humberto Ramos. Uh, his yeah. art was was totally it was uh, I call it Pokemon art. Yep. Uh, it was inappropriate for Spidey. Uh, it made a lot of character. You know, he looked like Spider Chimp, um, <laughs> and uh, you know, and he made you know, like I said, he made a character modeled on Yasser Arafat look like a monkey. And I am just absolutely surprised that that nobody said anything about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I. It just I just thought it was awful. Yeah. And um, the fellow who did the art for uh, Zeb Wells' MTV Beach Party story. Oh, yeah, uh, Sandman. That, that, was, that was an – I mean, that's, that's indie style. I mean, yeah. I guess it was curious, you know, to see what it looked like. But that, that's kind of an indie style, and that was inappropriate for Spider-Man as well. So, yeah. I, you know, those are the two. And like I said, you know, it, it's not so much bad or good, but, but they were inappropriate for, uh, for, that, for the yeah. character. And his final question is, I heard a rumor that the free comic book day Spider-Man comic will lead into one more day. Is that true? Now, Spidey, dude, you've actually it picked it up. Yeah. Uh, I picked it up. I actually picked it up a week and a half, uh, almost two weeks ago. My uh, LCS had actually got it a week early, and uh, so I've, I've had it and I've been able to digest it. Now, talking, uh, uh, the, uh, looking on the uh, letters page of Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man 20, it's saying it could very well. They're hint, heavily hinting that it is uh, going to be leading into the next few months. Well, you, you still have Black and Black, and up through August into yeah, well, August into September, you have one more day. Mm-hmm. So what uh, – those hints – and on top of that, uh, Newsarama did a bit piece with uh, Dan Slott about the free comic book day yeah. uh, 
book, and he said it could possibly, uh, it, he said it's not in continuity, but there's certain bits yeah. that could be taken into continuity, such as the character of, this is spoiler time, Jackpot, yeah. uh, who happens to have green eyes, called Peter Tiger, and has red hair, huh. and has a killer body. So, you know. <clears throat> it's Aunt May. And the name Jackpot. <laughs> it's Aunt May, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Aunt May, oh God! Uh, yes, tra- traveling back in time, Aunt May was originally hot. You, nobody knew well, that, but yeah, you know, the Trouble miniseries. Yeah, we, we know it now, according to the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, the oh. next one's from Tech. He's a Missouri poster, like myself. He says, "Have you heard anything about the upcoming animated series? What are your guys' thoughts on it? What do you expect? And who should be cast?" All right, I'll tease the end of the show. We're going to answer that question, and I'll tell you how in the, uh, at the end of the show. So listen on. Um, oh, go ahead. Well, I'll tell you right now. I, I talked about it, about it on that other podcast. <laughs> and yeah. uh, from what I've heard about it, I, I, I really feel like the writing is going to be good. But the, I think they got the guy that did the, the most recent uh, Hellboy. Uh-huh. Uh, direct DVD movie. Yeah. I almost said direct TV. Uh, no, direct to DVD movies, and I was kind of put off by the art. So if it's Ramita slash Dickoian esque, yeah. we'll be uh, we'll be okay. Yeah. I think if if they're, they're supposedly going to try to make it as true to the kind book, even more true than the '90s animated series, and I don't know how they're going to do that without who knows, you know, making it dated. Wandering uh, GHP, uh, do you think Ben Riley Gulp should be come back to the Marvel Universe? <laughs> Spidey dude, Spidey dude, got a yes on that. I can get yes already. <laughs> no, he he shouldn't come back. I don't think, but I also don't think he should be got forgotten either. Yeah. I mean, it's you don't lose somebody like that and never talk about him again. So um, you know, that's my. Well, opinion. all we are is dust in the wind, so you know he's here. Oh, <laughs> get it? He was dust. <laughs> What do you, oh, speaking of uh, dead people, uh, what do you think about the miniseries Marvel Zombies vs. Army of Darkness? I love that book. That that book is really, really funny. I've not read it. JR, are you picking it up? No, I think it's garbage. Oh, man. I really do. Did you read I, And I know that I am totally out in left field yeah. on this because every this it, it's been phenomenally popular. Uh, so, you know, I, I mean, and I fully acknowledge I'm outside the mainstream on it, but the idea of Spider-Man devouring uh, MJ and Aunt May just, just disgusts me. Absolutely disgusts yeah. me. Uh, Spidey Dude, do you like it? Statues. Do I like yeah. it? Um, no, I haven't even read it. Uh, what I've read is what's on the message board, okay. and that's pretty much the entire first issue. Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you right now, uh, Sam Raimi could probably do a, 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 the next movie over Marvel Zombies. Yeah. There you go. And it actually probably would be <laughs> pretty decent. I agree. Uh, <laughs> you know, considering his roots. Yeah. So, you know. I, I've seen all the zombie statues on the Internet. This is about, like, the zombie Spider-Man action figures and the zombie um, Mary Jane and Spider-Man standing there, like, on the wedding issue. You're right. But uh, that's what the zombie thing's about. Yes, that thing. Okay. Yeah, no, I haven't read it. The, uh, <laughs> but I love the statue, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's pretty cool. I think it's pretty funny and entertaining if you take it with a grain of salt. But uh, the next question from him is, uh, what do you think about Carnage as a villain in Spider-Man 4? Oh. No. 
expletive. No, for the love of God, no. Oh, people. <laughs> How come? How come? No. You know what? You give me Toxin as a supporting character, but don't give me Carnage ever. Oh. Have you guys seen the TV show Titus from a couple of years back? Yeah, I remember that show. And his brother, his yeah. brother Dave. His brother Dave was a little redhead <laughs> guy. He, he was perfect for part of Carnage, uh, Cletus Cassidy. He's a perfect Carnage, yeah. but I think he's too old for a part compared to Topher. But yeah. no, nah, I don't see a Carnage. In the you know movie. what, Jr. I don't know your thoughts on Carnage. What do you think of him? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I I just it's tough to bring me out. I just keep my opinion. <laughs> what? Anybody? Nobody liked it. I think the idea is not that bad. If you, uh, if you uh, bring up another symbiote in the number four, but may, may, well, go ahead. Personally, I don't think it's a good idea to begin with, no. just because it's turned into too shallow a character, and we've just seen a symbiote. But yeah. the second, there's no way it's going to happen because Sam Raimi said years ago he didn't even want to use Venom. Yeah. The fact that he came around to use that was just because it was a good story with the black costume. Yeah. There's no way in hell he's going to use Carnage. Right. And uh, Wombat909 is the last poster. He says, yeah, hopefully the podcast is done by now. Well, my friend, we're almost done. Let's do recommendations for the month, and then we'll wrap this puppy up for about an hour or 35. So, JR, what's your recommendations for this month of May? Well, uh, you can recommend a food, so I'm, gonna, sure. I'm actually going to recommend a, a practice. I, uh, I got my first shipment, based on your recommendation, I got my first shipment of comics from an online source. Oh. I'm not going to mention the name because they're not paying me or paying us to uh, to plug yeah. it. But uh, I uh, I was pretty pleased with the quality, uh, you know, that that they came in and uh, the uh, the fact that even you know I can order several and even with the postage it's still cheaper. Yep. I, I really hate to abandon my local comic shops. I really do. Um, I mean, because uh, I mean I think those things have done us fanboys a great service. But with gas now. <laughs> at three, because I don't have any comic shops in the county, and with gas now at three, three and a quarter a gallon, mm-hmm. uh, I just, it's just, it's just not feasible to keep driving around looking for stuff. Right. So, I must say this, this, this may be the wave of the future. Yeah, we, we can go. I don't think it's any big secret of what the 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 site is. It's MailOrderComics.com. I, I've been using them for about three years, and I've turned a few people on the board to it, and I, I, they've really been a reliable company. And I've, again, I don't get paid a cent for it, but uh, I, that's my comic shop. That I go to, and I, I agree with Jr. They're great people. So, all right, uh, more. What's your recommendations for the month? What do you got? Oh, I'm going to give one comic book and one TV show. I think. Okay. Um, the comic book is the current Joss Whedon run on Runaways. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a six issue arc. It's almost no commitment at all. Um, he started with number 25, and number 26 just came out, so that's two so far. And if anybody's worried about not being able to jump on board because Runaways has had a first volume and 24 issues of a second volume already, I have not read one issue before Joss Whedon's first at number 25, and I had no problem getting into it. So it's something that you can just pick up. It's got, you know, so far it's had the Kingpin and the Punisher in it, and having this little tiny girl with Joss Whedon writing the funniest dialogue facing off with the Punisher is just <laughs> its one of the most amusing things you're ever going to see. Yeah. Um, so I recommend that six-issue arc of Runaways, number 25 to 30. Um, and the TV shows go on this Tuesday, I believe. Third season of the 4400 is coming out on DVD. Hmm. And um, I've not seen the third season. I haven't seen any of it on TV. I bought, uh, actually, I got the first and second seasons for Christmas. Um, first season is only five episodes. You can get it for about 12 bucks. Second season was 12 episodes. You can get it for about 20 bucks. And it's just... 
the first season was okay, but once I got in that groove in the second season, it was phenomenal, probably almost the level of Heroes. So I'm really highly anticipating that third season coming out on Tuesday, and everybody should check it out. Okay. Uh, Sam, what's your recommendation? I Let me guess what you're going to recommend. Is it the Spider-Man Keys from Lowe's? Oh, you already know that. <laughs> Good. I was just gonna go plug that out. I was like, yeah. We were walking out of Lowe's one day, and there they were hanging on the thing. And I looked at her, and I said, "I want my house." Back. She's like, "Go right ahead." See? See? Did I really? Y'all did I really guess it? Is that what you're gonna recommend? Yeah. That's funny. Well, no, actually, you helped me because I was sitting here falling asleep. I mean, uh, I mean, I was trying to think of something to, to recommend. No. Yeah. No, but no, no. I just, I just recommend everybody just uh, collect what they enjoy and. uh uh, live happy and find yourself a special other like I got that understands uh, why you do what you do. So Sam is recommending women. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I love it. Spotty dude, what's your recommendation? It's the other white meat. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh geez. Oh, you better edit, better edit that part Oh, out. man. <laughs> On that note, Spotty dude, what's your recommendation? I think that's oh, God, I can't the night, that. The, the other white meat, women. That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my recommendation to you, uh, would have to be, well, you know, if I was willing to go food, I would say Capri Sun, seeing how it does have Spidey on it. Yeah. That's because of what I'm drinking now. Uh, but uh, re- really, the TV show I would recommend, if you're not watching Heroes, yep. you must be living in a dark corner of the world. Yeah. It is Hell the yeah. best, the best show out there. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it's even better than 24. Man, and I enjoy Twenty Four, and I enjoy Lost, but I, I, just because I'm a geek, I love Heroes. Heroes is my show. Uh, Heroes is going to be a DVD purchase when the season comes out on DVD. I'll be buying that. Yeah, yeah. It's announced for August, I think. What was that more of? I'm sorry. Yeah, I think it's when they just announced the DVD, the first season DVD for August. I'm going to say twenty eighth. Awesome. You know, uh, and uh, go ahead, Spidey. My last recommendation is the game. The Spider-Man 3 game, it is, look, I'm playing it on PS2 right now, and the graphics are really good considering it is a PS2. I cannot imagine what it's going to look like when I do get my PS3 this summer. Yeah. And when I do buy it, it's going to, oh, the graphics are going to be incredible. Yeah. So if, if you haven't bought the Spider-Man 3 game, uh, it's a step up from Spider-Man yeah. 2. It really is. It's got a lot better features. You so know, I hate to confess, I confess this on the own, my own show, but uh, I don't like Heroes. I'm not that big a fan. Um, I guess I'm, really? I guess I'm in the <laughs> I, I guess I'm in the minority, but I always fall asleep during that show. I mean, I, I stay wide awake for 24, wide awake for long. Dude, I'm hanging up. <laughs> I'm hanging yeah, up. That was, that's what I heard. Dial <laughs> Jr. I've been like, watching 24 for six seasons, and I dropped that sucker. But Heroes man. is fantastic. Jr. Do you like uh, Heroes? I don't. I don't. I don't watch it. Uh, and a lot of it is simply because I don't have control of the TV anymore. <laughs> uh, I got two kids, and I don't see a lot of TV. Uh, yeah. But no, I, I don't. I don't watch it, so I really have. I have no opinion yeah. about it. Uh, well, you know what closets are for, right? Yeah. What's that? TV time. Closets. Uh, yeah, that's TV true. Time. You put the kids in the closet. Yeah. TV time. <laughs> uh, my recommendations for May. Uh, let's go. I've got three items. The first. Uh, I'm recently converting my long boxes, my comic boxes, to these uh, these drawer boxes. If you haven't heard of them, they're uh, kind of like a filing cabinet. If you, if you envision the white uh, cardboard comic box, these pull out like a filing cabinet, and they're really great. I recommend those. Uh, they're at Collection 
dot uh, powerweb.com and then they're kind of pricey the shipping's kind of expensive but you really won't go to another old style comic box because they hurt your back if you stack them up too much if you have to stack and unstack and this will really you can look at a lot of comics you haven't seen for a while if you have a large collection uh, I'm going to also recommend a couple toys uh, you can probably find this at any Walmart the Spider-Man Mr. Potato Head he he is so funny on my desk. I'm, I need to take a picture of him. I had the uh, the cable guy come over, and he was just amazed at my Spider-Man potato head. He was like, "Dude, they made a potato head with Spider-Man. That's so cool." And I think he was in your cable guy says, "Dude, it's like a '60s reject." <laughs> you know the voice. The, the voice of that is kind of similar to he smacked a bitch. I don't know. Maybe it's the same cable guy in my. <laughs> Also, uh, we'll talk about desk items. I've recently started, along with the the Toy Biz Marvel Legends I collect, I also collect these Marvel Superhero Squads. They're a little bit about three-inch tall heroes. They've just released the uh, Spider-Man ones. They're great to put on your computer tower or on top of your monitor, and they're really they're really uh, detailed pretty well. And they and um, they've they've got a Marvel. I've got them here right now, looking at me. Oh, you got some. Oh yeah, I got the black. Uh, costume Spidey crawling at me. I got the Venom one there, the Sandman there, looking all cute, and Spidey fighting the black <laughs> costume coming up. On they me. just released the uh, the Fantastic Four ones. I just picked those up, and those are really awesome. Oh, did they? Really? Yeah, they're they're really cool. So those are my recommendations. All right, uh, we're about a minute forty on uh, uh, the recording, so I'm going to wrap it up a little bit. I'll give you a tease for uh, June. I, I teased it in the message board. But uh, we're going to have a special guest. You know, we've been talking a bit about the Spider-Man new animated series that's coming out. And we're going to have the producer of that show, hopefully. I've got an email from one of his uh, friends that that loves the podcast. And he is going to try to get me in contact with the producer of the new animated Spider-Man show. So that ought to be kind of cool if we can get him for June. Dude, are you excited about that? (laughs) I thought I had my cable company guy on the line (laughs) suddenly. Well, Sam, I appreciate you being on the show. You're good. You're really fun. Thanks for having me. No problem. Thanks for having me. It was great. And and if you have any uh, comments or you'd like to talk about the show, you can always go to the Spider-Man Crawl Space message board. And a lot of you are. I tell you what, the bandwidth and the traffic this month has gone nuts, so I appreciate everybody visiting. And I appreciate everybody downloading the show. It's We're one of the most popular on Podomatic. And uh, I really appreciate everybody listening to what these uh, all us Spider Geeks have to say each and every month. So thank you, and visit the SpiderManCrawlspace.com whenever you get a chance. See you guys in June.